quarantine got me all messed up it's wednesday june 3rd just a reminder everyone just in case you're like me anyway um i just wanted to get on i want to share something that um happened this morning um so this morning um i was on instagram and i came across a a post where a young man uh, was sharing the gospel, man, and he was like, he was, ah, man, I loved it, cause man, he was being zealous, man, and he was not, he wasn't holding back, you know, he was calling sin, sin, and he was saying, man, if you don't get right, you're going to hell, um, man, I loved it, and it, and then, you know, towards the end, it says that, you know, share with five friends, man, I got fired up, so I sent it to everybody, <laughs> To everybody, man, on my list. I sent it to everyone. Well, one of the responses was negative, and one of the responses was positive. Um, the positive one was not, you know, um, how would you say, um, nothing really happened. The person said, amen. I said, amen, can you please share it with your friends? That was it, you know, that's because that's what's expected. I didn't expect what happened with this other person. They hardened their heart. They started saying, oh, I don't support Hillsong. And I'm like, dude, this has nothing to do with Hillsong. What are you talking about? I'm like, did you even listen to the message? They're like, yeah. So like, well, what'd you think? Oh, it's fine. I'm like, what do you mean it's fine? I'm like, the dude's preaching the gospel. What is wrong with that? Nothing. I'm like, you know what your problem is? I'm like, your your heart is hardened. I'm like, you need to repent. And he got mad. He started defending himself. You know, I told him, you know, because I'm not told him, you need to stop judging these people, man. I'm like, you know, there's a remnant of God's people in every church. We don't know who they are. You know, obviously, you know, well, actually, you know what? Let me. I'm going to take that back. We do know who they are because you t- can tell by the fruit that they bear. That's how, that's how you know. By the way that they love others. And those are the ones who are the children of God. And I'm not saying that this brother is not a child of God. Absolutely not. You know, uh, I was at a one point in my life where I had a, a, a spirit of religiousness. You know, I was a very religious man. You know, KGV only. And, you know, and, you know, a fire and brimstone treatment, uh, preaching. Don't get me wrong. I still like fire and brimstone preaching. I love it. You know, I, man, in my affliction, God's word was my comfort. And, 
you know, his rod and his staff comfort me, his correction. So that's why I like those kinds of preachings, because his correction comforts me. He either encourages me that I'm doing the right thing or it spanks me and it lets me know, hey, I need, I got some things I need to work on and pray about. Hallelujah. So anyway, so this brother is arguing with me and he's judging and judging. And I'm telling him, dude, you need to like soften your heart. And the Lord just tells tells me to tell him. Tell him that mercy triumphs over judgment. And I told him that. I was like, brother, mercy triumphs over uh, over judgment. He's all, I agree. And then he starts defending himself again as to, you know, why Hillsong is, is such demonic music. And it's not like, look, brother, uh, look, I know all about Hillsong and I stay away from them. That's my choice. You know, um, I sought the Lord on that and the Lord... Showed me the truth about Hillsong and their music and their ministry. And it's a snare. It's a trap. Um, I'm not saying that everybody at Hillsong is going to hell. Absolutely not. <clears throat> uh, the Holy Spirit is strong enough to keep someone from being in error all their life. He can. He, the Holy Spirit was powerful enough to raise Christ from the dead. After three days of death, after the cross, most assuredly the Holy Spirit can rescue a child of God from the, a theological cult. Um, and I don't know, man. I just, I start, I had to like guard my heart because, you know, I, I, I suffer from PTSD and, um, Sometimes, you know, I, it's hard to, to deal with. And I started getting that feeling, you know, that I was getting triggered and that I was going to, if this kept going and he kept provoking and he kept going and uh, that, um, you know, I may either do or, do or say something that I may regret. Um, and so I blocked him. But not because to block him to block, protect him protect me from him, but for, for, to protect him from me, from my anger, to protect him from whatever words that I could say to hurt him. You know, I, I don't want to say something, but also I don't want to be hurt by him either because th this guy is a dear friend of mine, and uh, I met him a long time ago when I was really into Hondas. And in the car scene and all that. And I used to make fun of this dude. You know, I was like, in my late 20s, this dude was like 18. And I'd just be like, just clowning on this guy hard. And, you know, and then when I found out that he was a believer after I got born again, you know, I, I asked him to forgive me for what I did. And thank God he forgave me, you know. Um, but I don't know, whatever, this this post from this this young man triggered him to talk about Hillsong and I was telling him like dude it doesn't matter you know the gospel's being preached why is this guy my enemy you know he's he's not saying anything wrong he's calling sinners to to repentance where's the issue <clears throat> I didn't see anything wrong with it you know um I, in fact somebody else replied too on that Instagram and they said amen and I said I asked them to share it with their friends you know it's so easy I mean, by any means necessary, we're supposed to reach the lost. I mean, and with technology as, as it is, I mean, it's so easy. You could reach thousands and millions so easily, you know. 
Um, for example, um, on my Facebook page, I have a Facebook page called My Burning Heart for Jesus. And I um, there was a couple of uh, posts that I believe the Lord wanted me to share because they were a word for His people. And so, you know, yeah, I spent, I think, like 20 bucks on each of those posts to boost them. So that way, you know, thousands of people can get that word. Because one of the words was saying that, God had said that his desire for us to be in heaven with him is stronger than our own desire to to go to heaven. I mean, that is so encouraging because, man, the Lord told me that and I it just warmed my heart. And I just it just made me feel so happy and so uh, at peace and, and so in love with God. And I was just like. I had, I'm like, man, I have to share that. Cause that's just not for me. Like, man, that'd be selfish. I'm like, man, I gotta share that. You know, there's some people right now who need that encouragement. You know, there's, you know, Christian. Christian. Your talents, your God-given talents, the world and the church needs them. If you can preach, if you got a heart for evangelism, or to teach go do it don't be like the in the story of the of the 10 talents don't don't be like the one who just buried their talent and when the master came back they just gave them the the return the, the same return they didn't even do anything with with their talent don't be afraid fear cannot stand in the presence of faith so anyway i digress i'm so sorry <laughs> Back to the story about this brother, right? Um, this brother also that shared with me something that he was struggling with. Um, I gave him some instruction. I don't know if he did it or not. Um, but I hadn't, before this message this morning, you know, I hadn't heard from him for a few days before that because I had told him that he needed to pray and fast and seek the Lord and that he needed to, you know, throw himself at the throne of grace to receive mercy and grace in his time of need and to turn his his gladness into weeping and mourning and to mourn for his sin that he has committed before a holy God. You know, and he at that when I told him that he was thankful, you know, he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna fast. I don't know if he did or not. And I didn't ask. It's not that's none of my business. You know, but I felt, you know, I gave him instruction that the Lord gave me because he was, he was, you know, struggling with something. And the Lord had said that some of these things require prayer and fasting for them to come out. Well, this particular thing that he was struggling with definitely required fasting. Um, I know I counseled somebody else uh, last week, the same thing. They were having an issue, uh, um, a lust of the flesh issue. And I told that, that guy to fast and he started fasting immediately uh, checked on him a few days later. He's on oh, man. I feel great. Hallelujah. That's obedience, man. You know, he got one man obeyed immediately, took the instruction, and one didn't. And then his heart, his heart became hard. But the Lord reminded me this morning when I took my walk. Um, I was, it was actually late. Usually, I like going early, like either well, right after curfew at five. Um, at 5 a.m. And um, 
I walked down the street and I came to an intersection and there was a pigeon that was injured. It looked like it had a broken wing. I also saw a cat around there. So I think the cat might have injured it. But he didn't finish the job and I may have scared him away. So I get to the pigeon and this thing's just got one wing broken and the other one's like he's trying to like fly and he's all scared and there's other pigeons and I guess there it's this pigeon's friend they're trying to help and I get close and they all fly away and I could see that as I'm getting closer the pigeon's just freaking out and he's probably scared he's like maybe this is the first time that he's ever really encountered a uh, a human being and it's like oh my gosh I can't believe it this humongous giant is going to touch me he's going to eat me but I didn't. Of course not. You know, I'm not like that. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, um, I just felt instant compassion for this animal. And I'm just praying, like, God, what do I do? You know, I'm, I'm trying to listen to the Spirit, you know, to see if the Lord gives me anything. And I didn't hear anything. And so then I was just like, well, what do I do? And like, I'm like, well, I don't want to pick it up. You know, it's dirty. And then I'm like, uh, what if it pokes me, you know, and it causes an effect? I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know, uh, uh, I, you know, I can't have fear. I have faith. I got to have faith. And I went, I turned around and went back and I placed hands on this pigeon and I started praying for it, man. And at one point it looked like it was going to get healed. I kid you not. You know, this thing had a broken wing and it was all tucked under its, you know, under its body. At one point, both of the wings opened up and it looked like it was going to fly away. And I was like, just about to be like, what? And it fell down back on the ground and it's back to the, you know, some, you know, broken wing just going in circles. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, and I, but I kept praying for it and I just kept asking God, like, God, what do I do? What do I do? And there was nothing. So then I was just like, well, since God's not telling me anything to do and everything that I've tried to do hasn't worked, I guess the Lord just wants me to do nothing and walk away. So that's what I did. But I just continued to like try to see if I can do anything that I help. You know, I I even looked in like the recycle bins. Today's the recycle day um, to see if maybe I could find like a plastic bag so I could put my hand in it and pick up this pigeon, right, that got mauled by a cat and um i was even at one point i was like you know what i was like you know what lord if you're not going to heal this pigeon then can you just put it out of its misery you know can you just take it home with you can you just 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 kill it you know just let it go just bring it home just real peaceful it was weird because this thing started like calming down all of a sudden and i'm like what is going on like i guess the lord's gonna and then all of a sudden, it went back to life, started kicking again. I'm like, what the heck's do? It didn't want to, I don't know, man. But I walked away, and I would keep looking back, and I felt terrible. I felt guilty, you know, I felt bad. But eventually, I looked down the street, and the other pigeons were, there was more pigeons that were trying to, like, help this other pigeon that was injured. Well, that little pigeon, he made his way back on the sidewalk all by himself. You know, he had help. An encouragement from other pigeons and he got back and I'm sure either either the cat finished the job uh, or it died or God you know uh, honored my my prayer and healed it and I just didn't see it you know um, only God knows and maybe one day I will find out 
But I, I'm not going to, you know, dwell on it too much. So, um, and it just reminded me of this this guy who rejected that that post, that gospel post. You know, he's injured. You know, he was he had told me that he was, you know, struggling. So he was injured spiritually. He was wounded. You know, there was a the enemy had attacked him in a weak area in his armor. And he was wounded. And, you know, yeah, I try to help him, you know. I, um, but one thing I, I told my wife when I told her about this was I didn't sense, like, this animal wanted me to help. You know, like, I've seen, you've seen, I don't know if you've seen, but I know I've seen videos where, you know, if an animal really wants your help, they will, they'll, they'll, they'll jump in your arms and, and let you carry them you know, to safety or let them, you know, take a fish hook out of their mouth or, 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 uh, cut, you know, one of those six pack, uh, things, those plastic things that you can, that get caught up on the, you know, on turtles and, and on fishes, you know, uh, bodies and stuff. Um, and they allow the human to do their thing or the, or the animals that get caught like in fish nets and stuff, uh, or in bear traps and, and they allow for a human to, to try to help them. And as soon as it's like, you know, set free, boom, it takes off. In that same way, you know, I don't know. I mean, this guy was injured and, um, you know, hurt people hurt people. So he's, this man is hurt and, you know, whatever I did triggered his, that pain and, and that pain reminded him of whatever Hillsong was. I don't know. It was a trigger. I, I understand it because I, I myself have PTSD and things trigger me. So why would it not trigger somebody else? You know, one thing that that comes to mind right now is I was reading an article once about how many people in church that unknowingly have, you know, mental health issues. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's just that, you know... um People expect people that have mental issues to act normal when that's all that a person who has mental issues wants to be is normal. But they can't because they have a mental illness. And people who don't have that mental illness do not understand. And you can't understand. But yet you ask someone to do something that they cannot do. You know... um, Last year, I went to go watch the movie uh, Joker. Uh, I w- I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not going to say any spoilers, but I'll tell you guys this. It was an extremely depressing movie. Um, I probably would never watch it ever again. Because who knows what I exposed myself to. I may have put myself in depression. Because, man, I had never in my life felt such a sadness you know, uh, during a movie like that. It was something else, but there was a quote that the Joker said that, that, you know, that, that, that people who with mental illness are expected to act normal, you know, because we're a hindrance. Now, I have mental health issues, man, and sometimes I feel like I bother people or they just don't, they don't get it. But the only other people who get it are the ones who actually have been scarred by it who also have mental issues you know that's why uh i think also why um 
veterans, for example, uh, or people who've been through traumatic, um, traumatic, uh, events in their lives, um, they can bond with one another because they, you know, the, the Bible says that a brother is born out of adversity, you know, so, for example, um, uh, a few months ago I met this brother at the VA. His name was Jacob. And this dude was an amazing brother. Um, I had, uh, I was at the suicide prevention floor at the VA in Phoenix. Um, the fifth floor. It's, um, I was there for a week because I wanted to kill myself. So this was the last time that I wanted to do it. And I met this dude there because, and, um, he was in the guard and he had went to Iraq and he had got blown up and seen people killed and stuff. And so, yeah, he had some issues and stuff, but he was a babe in the Lord. You know, he, the year before I got saved and he had told me about how the Lord had like radically saved him and all this stuff. And it was amazing, man. It was an honor to like, you know, sir, this dude, because he could barely walk right now, or because he has like these back problems from getting blown up. And um, <clears throat> so I, you know, when I was there, I got to push him around in his wheelchair. You know, <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I have a problem. I just want to let y'all know. Uh, sometimes I'm, if I'm, if I just pause, uh, or I start like sounding like I get choked up, yeah. I, that's how I start feeling the little presence of the Lord is. I start getting choked up or I start to weep and I get emotional and I can't help it. I don't know. Uh, I've asked the Lord about it and I believe I've, I've got my answer. I'm still not quite sure. I'm still asking God for clarity on it. Clarity that perhaps this weeping or whatever this feeling is is not is me trying to control it and that what I need to do is just release it and I'm asking God to help me with that. You know, I want to be set free. But anyway, like I said, back to the story. Um the Lord just showed me that this guy is gonna be okay. That me walking away, what I did was the right thing to do. I guard my I guarded myself and I guarded him. I wanted to make sure that he didn't do or say something to me that would cause him to sin. I didn't want to be a stumbling block to him. And then I didn't want to, I didn't want him to be a stumbling block for me. And I want to guard my heart because I didn't want to say or do something that I would later regret or cause me to sin. So, uh, I did the right thing. And then it was just weird. Like I said, the, the, the pigeons came and then they helped. So perhaps the Lord was showing me that his friends, his church people are going to, help him and nurse him back to to health you know i'd pray for this guy and all that but he didn't want my help but he's gonna get the help from his friends over there he's 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 not uh i'm here in arizona and he's not in the same in this state um so he's gonna his friends are gonna help him and he's gonna get nursed back and the lord said you know when he'll let me know when i can unblock him and reach out to him and check on him so we'll see. So anyway, that's what I wanted to share. Um, what else can I share? Man, I don't know. One other thing I just want to share is that lately I have just been praising God. And today I read something in the Bible that 
was really good. Um, it's in Romans. Uh, Romans chapter 4, uh, verse 12. Uh, in chapter 4 of Romans, uh, Paul is talking about Abraham and how how uh, the Gentiles are 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 part of are a part of this um, this the descendants of Abraham. The, it's not a it's not even a paternal or biological you know fathership. It's more of like he was the first of many uh, people who would have faith in God, and that God will count it as. Uh, and would, would impute them righteousness at, like Abraham for having faith in him and believing in him and obeying him too. Uh, that is definitely mm, like, man, if the Lord had, had wanted me to kill my son, I mean, that's hard. I mean, that is really hard. I mean, who can do that? But man, I... I just hope that if, if that ever, if I ever had to do something like that, I hope and pray that by the grace of God that I would be able to, to do what I'm supposed to do. Um, and no matter what it is, cause Abraham had so much faith, he believed that if, even if he had killed his son, that God had enough power to raise him from the dead. And God honored that. So then, with that, uh, God honoring that, He provided a ram. A ram is a male sheep. And that's a type and foreshadow of Jesus Christ. So yeah, amen. But anyway, Romans chapter 4, verse 12 through 13. And He, He is Abraham, and is then also the father of the circumcised who not only are circumcised, but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. It is not through the law that Abraham, uh, through the law Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. So we are uh, a part of this covenant, the Abrahamic covenant through the righteousness that comes through faith. And that's how we get grafted in into the family of God, you know. You have Israel, which is the people uh, of God from the, the from the original covenant. And then we have the new covenant and the, that's the covenant with the, the Gentiles and then oh my gosh, man, I I love the Bible. I love the Lord. I love all that stuff. I'm I can't. I'm so hungry for it. Uh, anyway, um let's go ahead and wrap this up and I'm going to go ahead and pray and, uh, and then I'm going to finish off that song. Uh, by the way, that song, um, well, I'm going to play another song, I think. Oh yeah, I'm going to have to because <laughs> I had it on a song earlier and, um, it's called Your Way by Bizzle and that song is slamming. I love it. And now I lost my place. <laughs> I figured out that um, you can play 30 seconds of a copyrighted song and they won't take it off. But anything more, they'll remove it. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll do it and do that. 29 seconds <laughs> of music and that's it. You know, I'm just going to have to find a good clip. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, 
I just thank you, God, uh, for the wisdom that you give us, uh, that, that you reveal mysteries to us, and that, uh, that you make the foolish wise. Um, Father, I, you know, I just lift this man who had rejected that message, and I just pray you heal him, that you do bring um, people, friends and family, to pray for him and, and nurse him back to health. And I pray, God, that uh, when you say it's time for me to reach out, I will reach out and check. And I pray that we would um, reconcile and, and forgive one another, um, you know, to continue in the unity uh, in Christ, like it says in John 17. And uh, uh, I also, I still feel, like I said, I still feel for this, for this, um, for this pigeon. So I just, Lord, I lift this pigeon up. I hope either the cat finished the job or you took this pigeon away or you honored my prayer and, and, the, and the pigeon got healed. And you're just trying to build my faith and teach me something. And I just thank you for my followers. Um, I thank you so much. I hope that, that, it, that it grows more. I pray that they're blessed by the messages that uh, that you share through me. And um, I hope the message goes out and, and covers the world. And that many would come to the knowledge of Christ. And that the backsliders would come back. And that the lost would be found. And that you would be glorified. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I was so in love with the loop. You know what they say is the root. I just had to change my pursuit. And now God over money is my new.